Can you tell me story again? Freeze. Everything goes. Comes back. Still waiting for it to show that we're recording. All right. We are recording now. Yay. We're alive. Yes, finally. Finally. You know, your image has kind of like gone gray and white. Except your shirt. Weird. Weird, yeah. I think it's just the lighting. You live in a black and white world now. Oh, well, you know. That is kind of how I want to live my life. I would love to be in like one of those old timey movies where it was black and white. So it's just your shirt. It was like a pinkish red color. But otherwise, everything else looks has like hues of black and white and gray. Huh, interesting. Because the shorts, the, sh- the short, wow. The shirts are really bright orange. Really? Yes. <laughs> it looks like, like a pale like red or pink. No, it's like something that like a, a hunter would wear like in, out in the woods so you don't mistake oh, him. God, so you don't. No, so he, that's what I'm telling you. You have like this grayish white tint going on. It's weird. No, nah, I think it's the lighting. Yep, probably. I don't know. Anyway, hello everyone. I'm Jeff. I'm Rachel. <laughs> this is Cramble Tell Me a Scary Story, the podcast. Yes, it is. Not, not the, the motion, what do you call it? The motion picture? Not the major motion picture. Yeah, that thing. It's not one of them talking picture shows. Not an indie film. It's a, it's a non, it's not an indie film. No. Let's be real. If we were a foot movie, we would definitely be an indie film. With all the <laughs> yeah, weird things we, we talk about. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we'd be a beautiful indie film. We would be. We'd be at all the great festivals for indie films. Sundance. Yeah, Sundance is the only one I know of because I'm not that cultured. Um, the main one that I know is the Horror Hound Film Fest, but that's like horror movies. All right, that's explicitly for horror movies. And I mean, what else would we be? That's fair. No, some of the things we just we talk about, it's not that they're scary, it's just that they're a little avant-garde, maybe. We could make some great horror movies, it's we made one great horror movie. We did. That's so true. But none of us have the, the file anymore. Oh, you no. do. It's on your, it's on your computer that you can't. That's broken, right? Yes. So if we ever figure out how to get it off of there, I'm sure we could. I just don't know how. Oh, very easily. I think. Yeah, I don't think I have it anymore. Like on anything. Like even on my external hard drive. Yeah, no, I have it's on that it's on that computer. I just don't know how to get it off. Yeah, because I, I think when I it was saved to my old computer, and then when I bought this new one, it didn't get transferred. Ew. Yeah, the only thing I've got on here is something that. Yeah, the only thing I've got on here is like that video of um, video of my nieces. Oh, cute. Well, you know. Sometimes I'm a good uncle, okay. and I let them, I let them play with my phone and take videos of them for my sister while she's working. It makes her day. You send that while she's in the middle of a shift. I'm sure it does. Yeah. Very cute. Indeed, sometimes. <laughs> sometimes it's it... always cute. Okay, if you say so. They are. They're furry and cute. Okay. Whatever. Although, this weekend, well, Rose is always a very bad cat. Yeah, she's a little troublemaker. She's mean. 
She ripped a big chunk of fur off of Briar. <laughs> like, it's not funny, but it was. Was Briar doing anything? No. Oh. They were playing, and I guess Rose got mad at her, and she just, like, ripped a chunk of fur off of her. Which one? Do you know which one's the older sibling? No idea. Okay. I would say Briar. That's how she acts. Oh. Or not Briar, Rose. I think Rose is the mean older sister. Okay, because I'm, I'm thinking, you know, maybe Briar was doing better than her at something, and I know how, like, when me and my brother would play, like, video games, if I was doing better than him in it, he would oh. get really mad. Yeah. Or, yeah, basically anything. If I was getting no, lucky. No, we were wrestling, and I think she was just playing dirty. Oh, snap. She's doing them cheap tricks. Yeah, she was a little hair puller. <sighs> them cheap tricks. Well, because her new favorite thing is to set up higher than everybody else. Yeah. And wait for them to walk by so she can smack them in the head. <laughs> <laughs> it's actually really funny. I know, that's why I was like, oh my gosh, that's great. It's mean, but it's so funny. Because <laughs> she does it to Floyd all the time. <laughs> and she does it to Briar, too. Poor Floyd, he gets no love. From that, Briar at least. Him. Rose doesn't. Hmm. But hmm. that's not the topic of today's show. <laughs> I mean, it could be. We could definitely make an hour-long podcast about your cats and dog dynamic. And you probably have a lot more listeners this week than normal. Well, it is really funny. I mean... You probably have a lot more listeners than normal. Probably. I mean, well, it's it's funny because Briar always tries to take Floyd's bones because she thinks she's a dog. Oh, that's kind of cute. And now Floyd tries to play with the cat wand, you know, like with the little feather things on it. He thinks he can pounce on it like the cats do. I mean, he could once. But he does, but he's too big. Like I said, <laughs> so, once. Like, it spins like, almost to the point of breaking. Yeah, once. He could do it once or twice. Yeah, that's about it. And then I tell him he has to chew on it like the cats do. Because it's like, if he tries to put the stupid thing in his mouth, it's like the entire thing. <sighs> Floyd, Floyd, Floyd. Oh, you know. He has been bringing me cat toys recently, though, to throw for him. <laughs> He's bored with his. He has to do it very carefully because they're so little. Mm-hmm. So he, like, very gingerly picks them up and brings them to me to throw. Hmm. Pretty funny. Interesting. Yeah. But so what is our real topic? Because it's not about me today. No, it is not. I am presenting. And we're doing... We're we're back to the top of my rotation because I don't know if anybody's noticed I have a rotation. You do, but I'm trying to remember the order. Well, top of the rotation is always a serial killer. Oh, of course. Yeah. And that's usually like some folklore thing. And then usually the third thing is where I mix it up and I'll do something like a conspiracy theory or a cult or. Anyway, <laughs> today. We are talking about the San Francisco Witch Killers. That sounds like fun. Yeah. yeah. I don't know if I know anything about this one. Well, cool. That's good. <laughs> I guess I mean, that's good. I don't like it when I don't know things. I like to know everything. <laughs> well, maybe once I get through the summer, you'll know about it. There's not like 
an Uber lot. They weren't very it, they weren't very prolific, but no, like I don't think I know anything about this one. We'll see. We'll find out. I mean, I might. I might shock you and actually know everything and just like be playing dumb. Yeah, maybe. So, <laughs> anyway, the San Francisco Witch Killers. Ooh. They were a married couple. Oh, that's but, odd. Yeah. So, so, well, Mary, so, I don't know. I know it's like you just started. I've already like got comments here. But like married couple serial killers or like couple serial killers are so interesting. Yeah. Like, the dynamic, because it's different even just like than partner serial killers, which are weird on their own. <laughs> but like the married couple ones are weird. Yeah. So we have the husband is a James Clifford Carson. Also okay. known as Michael Bear Carson. He changed his name. To Michael Bear. Mm-hmm. I like Bear. <laughs> uh, who was born in 1950. And then we have Susan Barnes Carson. Or Susan Bear Carson. Oh, so they both changed it to Bear. Mm-hmm. James okay. just changed his name to Michael instead of James. I don't, I don't really know why, but. I mean, whatever, do what you got to do, I guess. Yeah. So, and she was born in 1941, so she was a little cougar. Wait, when was he born? 1950. Oh. Yeah. yeah. Dang. Yeah, that's right. I don't, I don't know why she didn't go with Susan Cougar Carson, but whatever. <laughs> that would have been funnier, but <laughs> I don't know if cougar was a term in the... Probably not. Probably not. 70s? Probably when they got together, 60s, 70s. Um, yeah, say? late seventies. Right. Okay, that makes sense. Yeah. So they were. T- they're obviously two. There's two different people here. They're yep. serial killers between 1981 and 1983. Okay. And they were convicted of murdering three people in San Fr- in the San Francisco Bay Area and Northern California. So they just made the cut for serial killer. Just. Mm-hmm. So definitely not very prolific. Right, right. Leastways not stateside. So, yes. So in 1977, James is living in Phoenix, Arizona with his first wife. Oh, his first wife. His first wife, yes. When she started noticing some odd behavioral changes in James and she left him. Oh. Taking taking their young daughter with her. Basically, hmm. um, he started sh- exhibiting like, you know, like bipolar, um, schizophrenic, antisocial behaviors. That she was like, "Okay, I think he's gonna harm me and our daughter if I stay here." So, I'm a GTFO. Makes sense. I mean, I would too. Yeah. Yeah. And. So after after she leaves, James begins begins a courting Miss Susan Barnes. Oh yeah, bear. Yep. And she she was a divorcee with two teenage sons, so she'd already been through her first marriage and been, been there, done that. Yeah. Oh, okay. And from what I was reading, or from what I understand, she's kind of a a druggie. Hmm. So anyway, the two two get married very quickly. They start doing drugs, 
and become involved with the movement of mysticism. Oh, fun. Which I don't know if you know what mysticism is. No. Okay. Maybe. So, miss. Yes, I, I was waiting to see if you knew it before I did that. Well, may, no, okay, I think I was thinking of spirit, spiritualism, but that was, like, early, early, not... So, so, mysticism is basically the idea of you becoming or communing with God through the use of mind-altering drugs. Oh. Okay, no, I don't think I realized that. Yeah, so that's what mysticism is. Um, it's That's a weird one, okay. That's well, not what least, I was thinking at all. At least that's its basics. I'm sure there's more nuanced stuff to it, but the, at the right. basic, like, I was just thinking it's... like spiritualism, like um, seances and, mm. you know, knocking yeah. on the table because knock your tiles over here. No, I, I get you. I get you. So, okay. yeah. Fun. So they, um, they got married, did drugs, tried to commune with their God through the use of mind-altering mind-altering good substances so like when you say their god were they like not um i mean like what religion are we talking here so they they apparently converted to it to some weird version of islam okay and i'll go into more of that like a little later on because they explain their religion after they get caught like they do okay, but it wasn't like a, like a not not to say like normal religion but it wasn't like a no it was it was like if it it was maybe like a fringe or like a a counterculture yeah, kind of thing religion yeah or what i'm yeah that's a better term yeah yeah okay so they um they honeymoon in europe for about a year dang yeah. That's the kind of honeymoon I want to go on. <laughs> um, and then they return to the San Francisco area where they continue their, their wonderful druggy lives. Nice, nice. Um, and it's it, it, this was interestingly interesting to me, at least that it was noted here, is that so basically when they come back, James's first wife like real like upon discovering they come back because my guess is like she's like James is like hey I want to see my kid you know yada yada first wife's like fine whatever but at, after a certain point she tries once again to hide herself and their daughter due to fears of him hurting them and she even goes so far as to stop talking to their mutual acquaintances oh wow it's like yeah so if they, if they have a friend in common she's like yeah no I don't want him. Or I don't want them passing along information about what we're up to to him. Right. I mean, that makes sense, though. Yeah. So I just thought it was interesting to like that they were talking about like how afraid this woman is of her ex-husband. I'm like, wow. Okay. Yeah, I'm like, did it say like? I mean, did he actually? Do we know that he did anything to her, or was it where this? I didn't see anything where it was saying that he did, and I didn't look it up. But I don't. I I think it was just. His, with his mental health deteriorating, especially probably due to the drug use. Oh, for sure. I'm just curious, like, what did he say? <laughs> like, oh, yeah, I know. I, I'm kind of like, what did he say? What did he do? Yeah. Yeah. He must have been real nuts. Must have been. Yeah, he must have been a real. But. 
I don't know. The fun guy at a party, that's what I'm saying. Yes. So, now on to their, their murders and such. Oh, yeah, the fun part. Yeah, the part that we're all here for. Yeah. So, their first murder took place in March of 1981. Okay. And their victim was a 23-year-old aspiring actress from Georgia. How's that? Who oh, yeah. was um, <clears throat> sharing a apartment with them, or a house with them in the San Francisco area. Okay. I can't remember if they were renting it, like they were the leasey, like, you know, if they were there first, then they were like, hey, you need a place to stay, you can live with us, or it was vice versa. Because at this point, it really could have been either or, because she's the, their victim was 23. So I, I couldn't imagine that she, you know, she's if she's just getting there from Georgia, she probably hasn't gotten herself established yet, but I can also see Two strung out druggies. Oh, I so. figured it was just like somebody who, someone else, like had a house that they were renting out multiple rooms in or something. No, no, I, I, I get that, but I'm just trying to figure out if like who, who got who into the house. I guess is what I'm trying to articulate. Oh, I just assumed neither of them were connected. I figured there was like a homeowner and they rented out all these rooms to different people. Yeah, no, I, I mean that's probably it. But I thought I saw somewhere in the notes that like. They met up somewhere and like they talked about it. I don't know. Oh well, that, I mean that's possible too. I don't know. Yeah, that, that's that the only reason like I bring weird, that up. I don't know. It just seems like a weird um, pairing, like for them to. Well, no. I mean, if she's goes to the bar and they're there, you know. Right, I don't know. I don't know. It's just really a not important. Too old for that, I guess, but maybe not. I mean, they're they do drugs, a lot of drugs. Yeah, I guess that's true. I mean, I guess it's not really important to the story because at the end of the day, um, police find her dead in the apartment. <laughs> oh, like the apartment that they're all living in? Yeah. Nice. Yeah. She had been stabbed 13 times. Oh. Her skull had been crushed. Oh. And hidden in the basement. So very nice people. Yeah, yeah. There are no dead people in my basement, so. That you know of. I mean, the, home, the owners were very eager to sell. That is true. Now, in my last place of residence, I would say, you know what? There probably were bodies buried in that basement, but. <laughs> that room in the wall, of you, you know, when you go through the hole in the yeah, wall. Yeah, the mystery room that just randomly appeared one night. Two rooms, but yeah. Even yeah, weird. yeah. There are very possibly bodies back there. There are no bodies in my new house that I'm aware of. Right. So, almost immediately, the police suspect the couple of killing this girl. Well, yeah. But they disappeared before the body was even found. Oh. I was wondering how they got away with, like, Yeah. Oh, okay. That makes more sense. Yeah, so once they were... Once they were apprehended, so this is many. This is like two years later. They admit that they thought she was a witch, and that was why they had to kill her. Oh, because she was a witch. Because she was a witch. Gotcha. Yep. So the question is, where where did they go? Yes, where did they go? Well, they went to Oregon. Ooh. Yeah. They uh, went to a they. Basically found a little like cabin up in the mountains, and they hid out there until the spring of 1982. Is it bad that like I would also like to go 
to a cabin in the mountains. It's just been for a while. No, it's not bad. It's not bad unless you're trying to tell me something. Am I gonna find a body in your basement? No, but like their plan sounds like really good though. Like I can't fault them for wanting to do that. <laughs> No, a nice, ma- nice secluded mountain for a couple of days wouldn't be bad. I mean, I'd take a couple of months. It's fine. Well, I know. I mean, you know, just a, at the very least, I'll take a couple of days. I'm not trying to be greedy here. I am. I want to go for a few months. Okay, you can be greedy, but I won't be. It's fine. I just, I need mean, the the dog and the cats and I. We'll just be up in the mountains if you need us. Okay. Don't fall. Gotcha. <laughs> Understood. Understood. <laughs> smoke signals or a carrier pigeon. Okay. Or I could just show up with a bottle of wine. I'm sure you'd take me then. Make it some fireball. We got a deal. Okay. Also bring steak. Yes. Okay. Done. And while you're bringing stuff, bring some baked potatoes. <laughs> well, obviously, you can't have a steak there without potatoes. I mean, clearly. Right. Come on now. What are you taking for a heathen? I mean, I don't know. Fair and just. Okay, now I really want steak. <laughs> so, um, in the spring of 82, they moved back to California. Okay. Where they work on a marijuana farm for a while. Nice, nice. Co-workers would later describe invest, just tell the pe- investigators that the Carsons were anarchists, were anarchists who thought that a nuclear apocalypse would happen soon. I mean, I guess that kind of fits with their with their stuff. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I guess I don't know. That's kind of an odd one. <laughs> I mean, it's not odd. I mean, it is, but like I don't know. If you're like, oh, nuclear whatever or witches, I mean, they don't necessarily go together. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, um, not long after they moved back, um, you know, I think it's, if they did spring 82, that means like March or April. Yeah. So in May of 82, James shoots and kills a coworker on the farm. Oh. Mm-hmm. Good. Good. He then tries to dispose of the body by burning it and burying it under chicken fertilizer in the woods nearby. Chicken fertilizer? Yeah, I'm not sure what that is either. I should have looked it up, but I didn't because... Never heard of that one. Let's... I'm looking it up now because I really want to know what it is. Chicken fertilizer. Chicken fertilizer for sale. What is that? I mean, my guess is it would just be chicken poop. Right. But I've also never heard of it called chicken fertilizer. Well, exactly. That's why I'm kind of like, what is that? But I guess, I guess, if you have enough chickens, that that's what you'd use to fertilize. Yeah. Okay. I did, yeah. I'm just okay. Yeah, I don't know. It's a weird thing. So. Yeah, I've just never heard of that. I know people that raise chickens. Yeah. So, um, I say tried because two weeks after he murdered the guy. He was reported missing, and the county sheriff found the remains on the farm. Oh. However, once again, the couple had disappeared before police could bring them in for questioning. Did they go back to the mountains? They did not. 
as far as I know. I don't know where they went. But while searching their belongings, the police found a crazed manifesto where they called for the assassination of one President Ronald Reagan. Oh, okay. Yep. I mean, they're probably not the only ones, but... No, they aren't. You're right. Good. I think there was a guy who actually tried, who actually shot him or shot at him. Yeah. So. And in November of 1982, police picked up James in L.A. after witnesses saw him hitchhiking. So he's just walking around to L.A. hitchhiking, and then I guess somebody called and was like, hey, there's just a dude that's on the side of the road, and police picked him up. Um, and then... Uh, however, an, an error in his processing or whatever allowed him to get out of custody and vanish before he could be questioned for the murder. Seriously? Mm-hmm. So he's he's wanted for questioning for two murders. Well, one right now, because I don't think they've linked the two together because they're two different areas. Oh, right. That's one was in before. San Francisco and the other was in a different part of California. Well, still. Even just one. You're wanted for questioning for one murder, and yet somehow... Somehow he's able to... Yeah. You're released from custody without being questioned? Yep. So I've heard some great things about the police um, as a whole in California during that time. Yeah. So it's not really that shocking. (laughs) So... It wasn't all bad news, though, because the police now had a mugshot. They could, like, put on news stations and be like, hey, we're looking for this man. He's wanted for questioning of a murder, yada, yada, yada. Hmm. They found an address. They had an address on him. And they found a gun. They, well, they had a gun also that they had taken from him. So they could basically say, this guy's wanted for questioning. We kind of know where he is. And they could also probably then run ballistics on the gun to see if it was the same kind that shot the guy. If they could have found that after the burning. I don't know, but maybe not given that it's the eighties, but who knows? Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. So the two go, go dark for until January of 1983. So not very long, but they go dark for a couple months. Where'd they go again? Did you say they went dark? They just, there just, there's no record of what they were doing. They were probably just slumming it somewhere. Back in the mountains. Yeah. That's my guess. They were probably out looking for Bigfoot. Probably. Good thing they didn't find him. They'd have probably killed him for being a witch. Bigfoot's not a witch. That doesn't stop them from killing that what boo person? Oh, well, maybe they were a witch. You don't know. It's true, I don't. So, anyway, yeah. In January of 1983, the Carsons are picked up while hitchhiking. Susan told the man that he was a witch and had and that he had to be killed. Oh. So he so yeah, they're just at the back of the car and she just goes up to the guy who picked them up and says, Hey, you're a witch and we need to kill you. How do they know he's a witch? I don't know. They have some sort of magic to them. But, I mean, I'm not saying that like we don't know that he wasn't a witch. I'm just saying, how do they know he is a witch? It's a power they got from their from their trances. But so aren't they also witches then? If they have power, no, because their power came from God. Remember? No, I, I don't God, remember. Oh, God's telling them. We didn't talk about this. that part yet. I thought I had hinted at it up, up above. You know, with the whole. Well, I mean, you said that. Well, okay, kind of, but like, 
I don't know, drugs and... Drugs and God and all that. I don't know. So, unsurprisingly, after this after this wonderful announcement that they're going to go kill this guy who picked them up, he, he's not too happy. And he pulls over the side of the road and basically tells them to get out of the car. Well, yeah. They They refuse and a fight breaks out. That's when you just, like, stop the car and you get out. Well... I guess eventually he did try to do that. And um, Susan, probably after Susan stabbed him, because Susan stabs him. And my guess is he gets out of the car, and then James shoots him in front of passing motorists. Oh, okay. You you have to tell, okay, they can't get away with that one, because, like... Oh, they try. Sure, they tried. Police were contacted, and a high-speed chase ensued. Oh, in the dude's car, probably, that they Mm -hmm. shot? Yeah. Yeah. I figured. And eventually, the Carsons crashed and were apprehended. Nice. Indeed. Indeed. And we are going to take a quick break, and then we will go into the aftermath. All right. So, Blueby. I threatened the cat off air. Yeah. Okay, we are back from break. Woohoo! Yeah. Back from break, back online. So, yes. Just a quick recap. A couple has killed three people. They thought of being witches. They just got arrested. Yeah. What a day. What a time to be alive back in the 80s. Yeah, I wasn't yet. Yeah, neither was I. So, um, yeah, so they're arrested, and initially they want to do this huge, massive press conference where they confess to the murders, explain why they did it, and just kind of just do this massive tell-all. But just before the trial set to start, they cancel the press conference, they withdraw their confessions, and they plead not guilty. Oh. Which, not surprising. So, in June of 1984, which to me is astonishingly quick for a criminal proceeding, given that they were arrested in January of 83. Seems really quick. It's like a year and a half. Yeah, but I just mean with it being a murder case, like usually those things last forever. Well, you mean it didn't... St- I thought it was starting in June of 1984. No, no, no. This is when they're convicted of the first murder. Oh. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So, like... So, in, like, a year and a half, basically, they go through the whole entire murder trial, which is, like... To me, that's astounding for criminal prosecutions. Well, At least with a murder one, because I feel like murders take. I feel like murder prosecutions take forever. Yeah, it does seem that way, but yeah. Well, what do I know? I mean, more than me, but on that one. So, um, yeah, they were convicted of their for their first for the murder of their first victim, and they're both sentenced to twenty five years. That's it. They are then. Later convicted of the other two murders and receive an additional 125 years to life. 
So for the three murders, they're getting 150 years to life sentence for all of them. But why is the first murder only 25 years? Like, I mean, I understand they get more than a life sentence, but like, still, like, I'm not sure. I don't know if um, like, I I don't know what they were found. I don't know. Like, it doesn't didn't elaborate on what the charge that they were convicted of was. Like, if it was like murder in the first or second or third degree. Or what? But I don't know if maybe California also back then did like a sliding scale. You know, it was like they we get progressively worse the more you do. Well, there. I mean, a lot of cases murderers get like oh yeah they get like twenty five years or whatever. I'm like that's nuts. I think that's just like the maybe like the minimum sentence, like the maximum yeah. minimum or whatever kind of thing. Like, I feel like you should get more than that for killing somebody. I mean, I don't disagree with you. I think that's sound logic, but I don't know. I don't write. I don't write the punishments. And I don't enforce them either. But I don't know why not. <laughs> why weren't so, you there in '84 punishing these people? I don't know, man. Uh, it's just a failure on my part. One of my many. You don't like Blink 182. You only let these guys get like 150 years. Like what? I know that's my problem. I mean, like, I'm, like, you know, seven years before you were born. <laughs> right. Right. How dare I do these things? How dare you? You didn't even exist yet. And, like, and you're letting you're this out kind of... not punishing these murderers. And you're letting this malarkey happen. Should have never crawled out of the womb. Like you. So, anyway, the... Uh... <laughs> Anyway, the uh, the appeals court, unsurprisingly, affirmed these convictions, and the two are still incarcerated to this day. Good, I guess. Yes. That's so weird, though, if you think about it. Like, I mean, it wasn't that long ago, realistically, like, 84. I know, but... It just feels like we can talk like about it. it. Like, oh, that must that happened, like, forever ago. Well, as you just stated, that was four years before I was born, so, yeah. Seven it's... years before you were born, but yeah. Okay, excuse me for trying to give myself an extra three years. You want to be old? Er? Yeah. Yeah, the closer I can get to being the 50-year-old man that lives inside of me who's just grumpy and curmudgeoning all the time, the better off I'll be. I just had to, sorry, I had to fix your math, it was wrong. Um... <laughs> it's okay, I'm glad somebody's looking out for me. <laughs> Couldn't let you keep going with that wrong now. You should have. It would have been funnier. Oh well. No. Oh well. Oh well. Oh yeah. So, um, in a subsequent interview following their conviction, the couple claimed to be pacifists and people who and yoga doers. Pacifists who murder people. Uh huh. Yes. Yeah. That makes so much sense. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Glad we are on the same page. Yep. And they they claim to have converted to a a fringe a form of Islam is what they said, which sometimes they probably don't know they probably didn't know what Islam was. They were just like, Oh, this sounds interesting, but didn't actually do any research into it. Of course. And they described their little killing spree as a mission from God to exterminate witches. 
And it was from this interview that they got their name as the San Francisco Witch Killers. So question, when they said this, did they refer to him as God or did they call him Allah or Allah or Allah? Probably God. I had to guess. I mean, it doesn't like have direct quotes from the interview in the article I was reading, but. Uh, I just said it was it was it was a a mission from oh God to hmm. interesting yeah yeah well I just was curious because they're claiming to be yeah right but that was one of those things that I was like if you're just gonna say God like because the article just said God and I'm like okay well clearly that's what they said in their interview like they they weren't that devout or once again as I said they. They thought Islam sounded like a cool thing, but they didn't like, like do any research into it at all. Yeah. So, I mean, they all these are. This is also a group of serial killers that claim to be pacifists. So. That's what I'm saying. Like, yeah, you're you're pacifists that murder people. Yeah. Makes so much sense. Yeah. Don't do so that. Yeah. So they claimed that their first victim had falsely converted to their religion, and because of this, their health and yoga powers were being drained. Their yoga powers? Yes. Yes. Okay. I want yoga powers. I don't know (laughs) what those are, but I want them. (laughs) I think Mr. Fantastic has yoga powers because he's very stretchy. I want yoga powers. So, but yeah. So basically, in order to get the health and powers that this false that this this person had siphoned off of them, they had to kill her. Of course. Yeah, that's how. You, that's what you do. So. They didn't eat her too. Nope. Um, the second victim was murdered because, according to the Carsons, the second victim had sexually assaulted Susan Carson. So it wasn't that he was a witch. It was just a little tit for tat. It was, hey, you sexually assaulted my wife, so I'm going to kill you. But they're pacifists. But they're pacifists who do yoga. Right. And have powers. Yeah, they have yoga powers. Exactly. Form of a rising swan. Or is that even a yoga pose? I don't know yoga pose. I have no idea. Um... Okay. That's probably not an actual pose. Um, oh, there's one. Um, it's like, oh shoot, I don't remember. There were some weird ones. We were playing trivia the other day at work, and like yoga poses came up. We were trying to guess which one wasn't a yoga pose, and we were wrong. So. Oh. Well, we're not gonna keep guessing at yoga poses because I don't want the people that do yoga to at us and be beat about I it. Child pose is one, and downward dog. Those are the only names I know. Oh, okay. Oh, and tree. Repos, that I one? don't. I don't know. Warrior. I don't, that one. I, know I, don't that do, one. I don't do yoga. I run. You could do both. I could do both. I probably should do both. I would probably I'm see a massive. Yoga. I would probably do. I probably see a massive, massive upswing in my health if I did both. But. But oh well, I don't. Well, that's fine. And. Their third victim was killed for not only being a witch, but apparently he also tried to sexually assault Susan. When? Like while he was driving? Yes, I guess. I guess he tried to do a good old good old reach around or something. I don't know. Oh, 
that's also, just, like, it's just uh, an even, like, never mind. That's just what they said in the interview. I thought he was a witch, though. He was both. He was a witch and a sexual assaulter, apparently. I see. Yep. Well, whatever. Did he try to assault you before or after you tried to stab him? Before you did stab him, I should say. That is a fair question. That is a fair question. Like, if you stab me, I might assault you in response. Yeah, I mean, that's an it understandable... That's an understandable response. <laughs> just saying. No, they, they didn't go to that detail. Um, mm-hmm. Probably because at this point they were just making stuff up so that way they could try to justify why they did what they did. Right. Again, don't do drugs. Don't do drugs. And to date, the couple have shown zero more for their crimes, which is, I think, going to be startling to everybody who hears that statement. So are they still married? Yeah. Hmm. Even though they live in separate facilities and have for a while now. Well, yeah, I mean, I was just curious, like, if they have any kind of interaction, like, I don't know if they write to each other. Or... I don't know. I didn't, I didn't see anything about that. I would assume they would still write to each other. I'm surprised they haven't turned on each other. You know, one of them hasn't tried to, like, make that play. Yeah. Like, oh, he did it all. Yeah, and... It's all him. I was... I, the only reason I went along with this because I was afraid he'd hurt me or yada yada. Yeah. Or vice versa. Yeah, I know. I mean, it just seems like he was more the aggressor with his ex-wife being so afraid of him. No, I know. I know. I'm just saying, like, it just surprises me that, like, that neither of them have done that. But hey, you know what? Hashtag relationship goals. I guess. Not sure. the murder part, but the dedication, I mean. Oh, right. Of course. Yeah. I don't ever mean the murder part when I talk about relationship goals. Well, I mean, I don't know. People are weird. Well, you know, like, uh, I did another couple that were murderers. Yeah, Rosemary and, um... Rose and Fred, yeah, Rosemary and Fred West. Rose and, yeah. Yeah, but they were relationship goals. They were a ride-or-die couple. That's true. I forgot her name was Rose. Rosemary, I think is what it was. I was right, it was Rosemary. Okay. Good. I didn't name my cat after a serial killer. Great. No, you named her after something better. I got this. I got you. So, last thing I've got here is that they had a they had a kill list. Oh, wait, the pacifists had a kill list. Yeah, right. Right, makes sense. Okay. And as previously mentioned, it had Ronald Reagan on it. Right, I forgot about that. And Johnny Carson. Oh, the TV show guy. Yeah, the TV show guy. And then I actually lied. I had one more thing. This is just like my last paragraph on it. So according to author Richard Reynolds, who who did a book like profiling their case in like massive detail, like way more detail than I went in here, obviously, because he wrote a big old book and I've only been talking for like 40, 45 minutes. I don't know how long it's been. But um, and according to him. In his research, a couple are suspects in nearly a dozen other deaths in the United States and Europe. So while they've only been convicted of three so far, additional evidence could come out that may tie them to, that may show that they killed, they've killed another 12 people. I mean, 
that kind of makes sense, though, if you think about it, especially they were in Europe for a year. Right. Yeah, I could definitely see them. And their first murder was their the girl who they stabbed. I mean, they, that was pretty brutal. Like, that doesn't seem like your first. Yeah, that, that doesn't seem like your first murder, especially the fact that they. I feel like at the forethought, even though they didn't hide her well, they hit her well and they got out of Dodge before. Right, right. And they got like, yeah, it doesn't seem like that would be, you know, now that you say like that makes a lot of sense, especially because like this seems, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I can see that. Interesting. So there may be an update one day. Yeah, I mean, we may have to do an update and revisit and say, surprise, they've actually done 12 or 15 or however many. That would be, now I can't math right now. Well, 3 plus 12 is 15. There we go. Unless you're saying it's a total of 12. No, so according to him, it's 12 additional okay, murders so yeah. between the United States and Europe. That's interesting. Which, yeah, if they were in Europe for a year, it would make sense that maybe that's where they started there. Well, you that, and just like, yeah, if, you know, they have their whole witch thing, I'm surprised they only came across three witches. Yeah, yeah. And they're so quick to kill people, and also, like, as you said, you know, they were probably good at, like, getting away pretty quickly. Yeah, I mean, yeah, to, to kill three people in that quick of a span, that, that would seem like, yeah, this isn't your first... Yeah, because right, most serial killers they kill first, then they kind of cool off for like a year or two, and then the spiral and the cycle gets a little bit quicker each time. Yeah, so you go into like your last like big spree. Yeah, yeah. So That's anyway, that that is the San Francisco witch killers in a very abbreviated nutshell. Well, I'd never heard of them before. So yes, I like it. I'm always proud. I could, but I could do that. Yeah, yeah. Well, at least it's not one that I thought you already covered, so. That's true. That's true. Oh, there, that was last time. Mm-hmm. Good old. Good old DB Coop. Yeah. It's fine. I probably just listened to a podcast about him recently, and that's probably why. I yeah, that was, that was probably it, yeah. Or something. Yeah. I don't know. I was just so sure we'd already. I know we did have a conversation about him at dinner, though, because I know where we were. Ah, <laughs> uh, back when we could go out to restaurants. Yes, back in the good old days when you know you could go out and do things. Yeah. Ah, yeah. uh, simpler times. Now I don't know if this happens to you, but so I've I've noticed so much like when I'm watching TV or something, I'm like, "Where's your mask?" Like when they're out just doing normal things. Oh. Why is no one wearing a mask? No, I have not had that happen to me. Um, Maybe it's because I actually go out a lot. I get weirded out when, um, or not, I don't get weirded out. Like, it's strange to me. Like, I saw a commercial, and you could tell it was one of those filmed during, like, the pandemic because they're wearing masks. And I'm like, that's weird to me. But, like, TV shows, you know, where people are out and not wearing masks. I'm like, yeah, that's fine. That's cool. Yeah, I mean, it's not, I don't know. It's just, I'm like, sometimes I'm like, huh, why aren't you wearing masks? Or why are you standing so close together? That's the other one. I'm like, why are you standing so close together? <laughs> but I think it's also because, like, I do work, like, outside of my house. 
mm-hmm. and have since Ju- like June. Yeah. So I'm out like all the time at work and stuff. So I think it's just in my head. I'm so like. Yeah, and I'm. Everybody being in a mask. I'm like, where's your mask? Yeah, and I. I pretty much I stay at home all day because I still get to work from home. So like, to me, it's weird to still put on a mask. No, like when I get home, sometimes I feel weird not like not having it on when I walk into the house. Or like oh, when yeah. I walk outside, I feel bit we- if I'm just like in my yard or something, I feel weird not having it on. Oh yeah, no, I don't have that problem. My problem's the opposite. It feels weird having one on still. Like I can't wait to take it off. Nope. I yeah, no, it's very weird. Um but yeah. It is what it is, right? Yeah, but no, I miss like just going out and just doing whatever. Well, I read a couple articles. Um, there's two different, like it was two different doctors, like two epi- different epidemiologists. Yeah. That were saying based on like current metrics and stuff like that, they're thinking we might be done with the, we might reach quote herd immunity or be close enough to it by the end of April that we could officially declare the pandemic over. Hmm. They were like with the, you know, like with with the with the number of daily infections having dropped, they said I think I saw it was like sixty nine by like sixty nine seventy percent since last month. Ours has definitely dropped at work, which is nice. And then with um, yeah, with just the number of people that may have had it that were asymptomatic or whatever, and then just the number of vaccines, especially now that you know the admit the president the president administration is massively. Like uptaking the orders and stuff. Yeah. So we'll see. We'll see. But it sounds like there's a light at the end of the tunnel here for everybody that's still listening to us and cares about our random political commentary sometimes. It's not even political. It's about everybody. Yeah, but it. I, I guess I, I just want political. everybody to be healthy. That's all. Yeah, I guess I, I call it political just because it's a current event and normally we yeah, shy away no, from Yeah, I mean, that. I get why you're calling it political. I just, yeah. that would be nice if it was over, like, over by the end of April. Because then, yeah. like, my birthday's in August and we don't have to be concerned about. <laughs> yeah. That, and it would just be nice to go back to some semblance of normalcy where. Yeah, we could have Thanksgiving and Christmas. Like, my family could actually come. Yeah, you wouldn't have to worry about seeing your relatives on the holidays or. Like, not have, not hugging my mom when I see her. Like. Yeah. Or my grandma. Right. No. That would be nice. Yeah. Cool. Well, yay, witch. No, not wait. Yay, witch killers. Yeah, boo, boo, San Francisco witch killers. Boo them. Don't, boo don't them. kill witches. Don't, don't, don't kill people, regardless of whether or not they're a witch. Well, yeah, I guess that's fine. What if, what if they were a good witch? What if they use their powers for good? Exactly, that's what I'm saying. Like, don't kill witches. Don't kill good witches. If you know that they're doing bad things, if they're being a Voldemort out there. They're being a Voldemort and killing people or a Bellatrix Lestrange, then yeah, okay. Okay, so today, did you call my cat Voldemort nose or was that Chelsea? That would definitely not be me. Okay, at work, Chelsea said that Rose has a Voldemort nose and that's why she's so mean. Wow, okay. It's just funny that you mentioned that. 
Then I yeah. mentioned Voldemort. Then I mentioned a Harry Potter villain. Well, it's the... funny that you both mentioned him on the same day. Listen, a day that I don't think about Harry Potter is a wasted day to me. I oh well, whatever. I mean, do with that what you will, but I just think it's funny. Anyway, hi Chelsea. <laughs> <laughs> Who is the co-host on her other on Rachel's other podcast? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you should check that out. Yeah, do that. Segway into that, I guess. There we go. That's what we're going for. What would Buffy do? Will we recap Buffy episodes? Mm-hmm. So that way for people who didn't watch the show, and so they are happen to be partnered up with somebody who does enjoy the show, you don't want to spend all the time watching the episodes. You can just check out what we say, and you'll sound like you watched it, kind of. Although, to be fair, I think it'd probably be less time consuming to watch the episodes. No, it's not. And the episodes are, what, 44 minutes a pop? Whatever. <laughs> we have a lot to say. Like, <laughs> I mean, our episodes take about the same amount of time as it would be to watch it, but you get a lot more information with us. That is true. That is true. They research goofs and... Random trivia. Yep. It's true. We've seen the episodes more than enough times. Like, we can tell you all the good parts. Yeah, you can skip all the bad parts. Like the movie. Which is just God's curse to humanity, apparently. Yep, it is. Yeah. Sorry, I was calling my cat. It's fine. I wasn't making faces at you. I was making faces at my cat. My Voldemort cat. Because she's so fun. Even though she pulls people's hair out. Anyway. Yes, check out What Will Buffy Do? The podcast. It is Um, a podcast. You can contact us on socials. Yep, we have several. All of them, I think. I don't know. They might have new ones out by now. I can't keep up with these young children. Me either. Me either. Jeff's like 50. He doesn't know anything. 50, 55, yeah. <laughs> Maybe 80. Who knows? It will explain why I like going to bed by like, well, 30 minutes from now. Well, let's not even talk about how early I went to bed yesterday. BTW, 30 minutes from now, that's how recorded is like 8.30, so. Yeah, I might have been in bed by 8 o'clock last night. Oh, that's the dream. It was Sunday, to be fair. Were you asleep, though? No. See, I'm taking, like, to sleep, go to bed, not just, like, chilling in my bed. That's, like, 9 o'clock. I'm asleep by 9. See, that's the dream. Well, no, normal nights, I'm asleep by, like, 9, 30, 10. Ugh, that's the dream. Just, well, just, just the dream. Bed before 10. Asleep before 10. Well, yeah, I'm old. As soon as I lay down, I fall asleep. Yeah. Yeah. Don't anyway, have that. Don't have that staying can... awake problem anymore. <laughs> nope. I'm always sleeping. Um, <laughs> like a bear, I think. Hibernating. But uh, you can email us your stories at grandmallepodcast at gmail.com. We'll read them on the show. We will indeed. Provide our commentary because we're hilarious. Mm-hmm. Well, I am. Yeah, I was going to say, I don't know that I bring a lot of comedy to this show. I don't know, but... I do, so it's fine. Right. Make up for us. (laughs) Exactly. 
if you think we should start a dating podcast. Oh, gosh. <laughs> please write in and tell us that we should so I can convince Jeff to do it. I've already got a name for it and everything. It's true. She does. The whole pitch. I've heard it. I've heard the whole pitch for this. Because it would be so funny. It would be so relatable because so many people have gone through this. It's true. I really wanted to do it, Kara, but she wouldn't do it. I thought she was going to, and then you guys stopped living together. No, she refuses to... I don't know what she refuses to do. Not do what I want, that's what she She refuses refuses to live life. Well, I don't know. I just... She She didn't want to join Tinder. She refuses... To live the Taco Bell way of life, which is live moss. I don't know what that means. You don't remember Taco Bell's catchphrase like many, many years ago? It was live moss. No, actually, I don't. I don't understand what it means. Live more. Well, then why isn't it live more? Because they were trying to, because moss is Spanish for more. I didn't know that. I don't know Spanish. Oh, Rachel. I don't know any Spanish. Uh, I read a book a couple weeks ago, and all the chapter numbers were written out in Spanish, and I had no idea what number they were. Oh, jeez. So, yeah. How do you not know Moss? Whatever, it doesn't matter. I'm sure if you like, told me... I don't know Spanish. I'm sure if you told me whatever more was in the foreign language you studied in school, I wouldn't know it either. Actually, I would now because we're on this topic, so I'm just bringing it up in a random point in time. Okay, good. Because if you, do, if you do it now, if you do it now by context, I will get it. Right. I can think of less. I can't think of more now. <laughs> because you told me to think now, I can't think of it. <laughs> I can only think of less. <laughs> Why? Oh, gosh. Okay. I think we're actually out of intelligent things to say. Oh, well, for me, that happened like 30 minutes ago, but okay. I mean, I think you were still talking. Okay, fine. <laughs> I was, but. Anyway, um, I think we've rambled a while now. I think, yeah, I think we're done. For- so to all of you who are still listening, thank you very much. <laughs> Tell your friends about us or don't. Yeah. It's up to you. Really live Maybe your life. Maybe not this episode, but. Yeah, do you use one of our tighter ones? Yeah. Yeah. No. Anyway, on that note, I um, I, I think I've been Jeff. Oh, yeah. Um, I'm sorry, I was trying not to sneeze. I'm Rachel. This has been Grandma Tell Me a Scary Story, the podcast. Good night. Good night. Good night, Grandma. Good night.